What's going on, guys? Welcome back to MST episode 30. We've reached another milestone with episode 30. That's all I gotta say. Eric, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Kobo? Uh, not too bad. Just got home from uh, school the other day, so, you know, it's been good. It's been a good time. Facts. Um, nice being home. So, this is a big episode. Second time we've done this. I didn't even tell you anything what we were talking about. Nope. This will be the second time we've done this in the history of MST. We're doing our early season or preseason predictions for the year. Considering Fire. we won't have an episode by the time the season starts. So this is the last episode before the NBA regular season starts next. What is it? Uh, I don't know. December 22nd. 22nd. So whatever yeah. date that is. Yeah. Um, so, we're here to do our preseason, you know, uh, rankings and standings and early award uh, receivers and winners. So, we can start. What do you want? You want to start with the playoffs? We'll start with the playoff bracket. Yeah, we'll start with the playoff bracket or seeding. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't even have this drawn out anywhere, so I haven't even thought about it, honestly. So, this is going to might be a little weird, but we're going to try and come to one decision. As to who we think is going to be in each seed. I probably should draw this somewhere. Um, where I remember. But I tried looking it up online. And there's not really anywhere. You can fill out a bracket for some reason. Uh, you think in the internet these days. You'd be able to find anything. But I guess you can't find a playoff bracket maker. <laughs> um, yeah and uh, really nothing here kind of whack well I'll just look at a bracket to have a reference point and I'll fill it out All right. in my imagination <laughs> alright so we'll start on the uh, Eastern Conference side of things yeah actually you know I'll just grab my phone give me two seconds <laughs> Eric talk to the people uh, how you doing guys uh, my name is Eric Pilcher and uh no, I, I'm here on MST, um, and Jake's a bitch. What'd you say to him? I just introduced myself. Ah. All right. Pull out my note sheet. We'll be able to see this at least. This is going to be tough. This is going to be really tough. You're going to start kicking out teams that were previously playoff teams, I think. Probably. Alright, well, we're going to have our, what I feel are our guaranteed teams. And then there's going to be that bottom, like, two or three teams that's just yeah. be iffy. Yep. So, we're going to start with the East. I have it right here. The first seed, I'm going to say... I think it's fair to say the Bucks, because they didn't really get worse, but they, I don't, I just feel like they're just, their chemistry is already there. Like Drew Holiday, I feel like just fits in automatically. Yeah, I agree. So I feel like, and they were like odds-on favorites for the East last year, at least in the regular season. I think just Giannis makes them the first. So we'll say Bucks for the first seed. Yeah. All right. Safe bet. So the Bucks end up the one seed. Um, 
Should we do records? No, that's so hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, two seed. This is where it already just starts to get tough here. Yeah. Like so many teams that could win this spot. I mean, who knows how they play? Who knows how uh, healthy they stay? All right. We'll say based on fully healthy, I'm going to go Nets. Yeah. It has to be. Brooklyn. The three seed. I think this is a toss-up between the Heat and the Celtics, honestly, as of right now, considering no trades happen between now and the regular season. Yeah. Um, if the Sixers were to get James Harden, then I would put them ahead, probably. But with the teams as they are now, I want to say either the Heat or Celtics. Um, um. I don't re- I don't really know like which one I would pick because the Celtics finished higher in the regular season last year. The Heat beat them in the playoffs. I think the Heat more of a playoff team. I think Jimmy Butler is more of a playoff player. But I think so the Miami I Heat are Celtics better. Celtics in in the regular season. Nah, I think the Miami Heat are gonna end up being better. I think they're older. Tyler Hero's better. I would take the Heat as the three seed. All right, we'll rock with the Heat. Um, so that leaves Celtics at the four seed. Yep. Um, I want to say the five seed will be. Oh, this is where it gets tough again, cause. Yeah, you get Raptors and Sixers. I'm gonna say, I think Raptors, probably because they're just a better coach team. Okay. But Sleep then again, the Spicy P had a really rough playoffs. Or at least last series. We're in a um, we're in a situation where in the East, like want to lower me down a little bit. Yeah. Um, we're in a situation in the East where the three through the like six seed can end up anywhere. Even the two, like the Nets could. Yeah. Like true. I don't know, just depending on how they bounce back. They look good in the preseason, but you know it's the preseason, so. We'll see. Tough. Um, yeah, I would go with the Raptors though at the four, at the uh, five seed. I think the Raptors are just a safe bet. They've been a top three seed like the last two years, four seed or whatever. Um, well, we'll take the Sixers at the six seed. Yep. Very fitting. <laughs> the seven. Okay, this is where now things are really tough. So. I even the have New to York look Knicks. at the teams no. <laughs> to assist, assess them. Um, it's got to be the Knicks. They got McGlynn, bro. <laughs> I'm actually going to take the... I, my bet is the Atlanta Hawks at 7. Yeah, I'm looking right now. Dude, there's a... <laughs> so, the teams that we would really contend for this last these last two spots, we're looking at... The Hawks, the Wizards, the Pacers, the Magic. Yep. Even the Hornets could sneak in. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tough. I could see that, and then even uh, who was it? Who knows about the Chicago Bulls? Yeah, the Bulls could sneak in. The eighth seed. 
but based on what I've seen, I think it's fair to go with the, I don't know, the Hawks at seven. I like the Hawks at seven. I'll be honest, yeah, I don't well, think the Pacers are making the playoffs. That's crazy, really. Yeah. What makes new, you think that? Uh, just new coach, and um, I know they didn't really have Victor Oladipo last year, but he just hasn't been the same Victor Oladipo. Um, and I think at the deadline something's gonna happen. I think like they're gonna trade. They're not. They're gonna be in a position where they're gonna be a fringe playoff team, and they're just gonna try and maybe blow it up. Trade a guy like uh, Miles Turner or Victor. I could see that. I feel like it's a, could be a little crazy to knock them out, going from what were they the four or five last year to out. That's crazy. Yeah, they were the four last year. I'm, yeah. I don't know why you'd All fire right. Nate McMillan. That's just like, I don't agree with that. That is a big question mark. Um, we'll go with it, yeah. I think it's crazy to think the Pacers won't make the playoffs because they've just been there so much. Um, but we, So between the Hornets, Magic, and Wizards, I'm saying everybody stays completely healthy. I want to take the Wizards. Yeah, me too. They make their return to the playoffs after a couple down years. I mean, um, look what they did when John Wall was healthy. I mean, yeah, completely different uh, yeah. rosters, supporting cast. But sure. um, I mean, it's hey, definitely I mean, a different East now. Russell Westbrook's pretty East damn good, man. That, time, that duo could be something. NBA. All right, so we have our top. Eight teams for the Eastern Conference, and it goes uh, Bucks, Nets, Heat, Celtics, Raptors, Sixers, Hawks, and Wizards, with teams like the Hornets, the Magic, and the Pacers on the outside looking in. Um, all right, we move over to the Western Conference now. I think I want to just say the Lakers at one. Yeah, their team's too well-rounded. Uh, they, yeah, they just have a lot of weapons. Um, so... That's, uh, yeah, just Lakers at one makes sense to me. Um, see, the West is tough as well. Yeah. Getting into those lower seeds. So we have Lakers one. I want to say Nuggets two. They're just a really good regular season team. Yeah, Hopefully I can see MPJ that. MPJ makes that jump. It'd be cool to say Clippers too, but... Yeah, yeah, I don't see that happening. I see the Clippers at three. Yeah, I me think too. they're uh, gone for three. Um, four, this is where it starts to mix around a little bit. I think I'm going to say the Mavs at four. Yeah, I was going to say that too. I like the Mavs at four. Luka's getting better. Kristaps will probably be back in January. Um, so now we have... Teams like to fill out the last four, we have the Warriors, the Rockets, the Trailblazers, the Suns, the Pelicans, um, the Spurs, the Jazz, the Grizzlies, I guess. Yeah. What's going to hurt the Grizzlies is the loss of Jaron Jackson for a while. 
Yeah, that's gonna be. I think that'll probably edges them out of the playoffs. He is their second, second or third best player, I guess you could argue. But still, he's a huge piece of that lineup. Yeah. Um. So for the five seed, I'm really thinking between. I'm gonna take probably really? the Warriors. The Warriors, I don't know. I'm kind of skeptical on them now. I don't know. Something just doesn't seem like it's fitting at the moment. But it is preseason, obviously. I've said that a billion times. I, just I feel think... like if James Harden stays, the Rockets are just a better team. Yeah, I think the Rockets are good, too. Uh, that's tough because I forgot about Houston. Um, yeah, I would take I'm, I would take the safe bet and say Houston if James Harden stays. So it's not really that. Yeah, assuming or basing this on assuming everything stays as is right now. So we'll say James Harden so, and the Rockets at five. Then I think it's yeah. pretty safe to say Warriors at six. I think I think Steph Curry will do enough. He's not gonna pull that what he did last year with the oh I'm just gonna, and he was hurt but he sat out for a lot longer than he probably should have. All right, Warriors at six. I think that's fair. Um, now we have. <laughs> We have to fill out the last two seeds between the Blazers, the Suns, the Pelicans, the Spurs, and the Jazz. And I the think Jazz. I want to put the Jazz at seven because yeah. they have been a playoff team. Yeah, for I a agree. While. And then we have the Trailblazers, Suns, Pelicans. I'm think I'm gonna knock the Spurs out because they haven't really changed. Um, they haven't gotten better. Yeah. This is so tough. Um, Jazz they, at seven. The, the thing is, you just never know, like, out of these three teams, who's going to pop. Like, the Trailblazers have probably the best player out of all these three teams. The Suns have a very good backcourt, and they went 8-0 in the bubble. The Pelicans just have that young core that could just erupt at any time. The thing about the Pelicans, like I, there was a uh, thing on ESPN that they did a poll, and sixty nine percent of the people in the country or that voted said the Pelicans were gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, of course they did because it's ESPN. Because they're hyped. Zion. Yeah. Yeah. So like, but I feel like they're very hyped, but they are hyped. But I think they did get still, Steve They're still good enough to be an eight seed. I mean, they got some good people, honestly, <laughs> Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe. But I think he. I, don't, I just don't bench. think they have enough scoring options, you know, off the, the bench the, especially. They got Ingram and and like Zion, but who only scores from the inside. And then after that, there's a big question mark. Like, did the Blazers do enough in the off season to? Did they get Cantor? Yeah, I guess. Nurkic will, Nurkic will be back for the whole season, which is a big. Hopefully, he stays healthy for the whole season, which is a game changer. Yeah. Because um, he's a very important part of the second most important player on that team, in my opinion. Um, but then the Suns adding Chris Paul. They're coming off an 8-0 yeah. bubble. Which you can't really count for much because it was the bubble. Not all the teams were playing for the best. Their teams already locked up higher seeds. They didn't really need to put all their guys out there, but... So, for me, I'm really stuck between the Suns and the Trailblazers. Yeah, I agree. 
I want to say Dame because it's Dame, and he's just scratches his way into the playoffs every year. But I want to say the Suns too because I love Booker and I Chris Paul will add such a like. Look what Chris Paul did last year with that Thunder team. I know team. with that Thunder team exactly. <laughs> That's gonna be a fucking battle to, for the eight seed. There's there's like four or five teams that can I think Minnesota could make a run too honestly. <laughs> Yeah, I guess if all teams, uh, if they all work together, all the pieces work together. I just don't think D Rose is good enough to at this moment, you know. Yeah, yeah, maybe. In uh, a few and years. I think Cat really hasn't proven himself at least deep in the in the season. I'm see. I want to take the Suns just because of Chris Paul and what he did with the Thunder last year. I mean, he brought the Thunder in the Western Conference to the playoffs, like. Yeah, the thing is, is, these teams are very similar. Like, you have you have two, you have good guards, good backcourts on both teams. Yep. And then you have a good big. And it's kind of just the filler pieces in between that kind of sell you on a team. And I don't really know if either of them have any pieces that, like, sell me. Like, I guess the Blazers had Melo off their bench. Beyond that, this is very this is a toss up right here. Yeah. Um. I want to be right though. Me too. So this is why it's hard. <laughs> I don't even know. Literally, I was just, I, I was just trying to so close. I was just trying to think of like a way All to right, like. Let's think of a breaking it down this way. If it came down to the last game of the regular season and these yep. two were playing each other the winner advances to the playoffs who wins taken in one game probably the trailblazers that's what i was thinking too but dude you can't fucking knock chris paul he's such a dog <laughs> yeah i can't but like in the past week like last season was a good season for chris paul but the years before previous years Injuries. he hasn't really worked well with like James Harden. Yep. Um, I mean, Booker's not really James Harden, but he's another. Like, thing with Chris Paul is he was the guy on the team last year. There's not really a definitive answer on whether Chris Paul or D Book is the guy on the team. Okay, yeah, I agree with you. I, so I think I just see the... how that. I feel like they'll be good. I feel like it'll work out, but I just don't know how. And I want to take the safe bet of guys that have yeah. played together for a long time. Yep. So that's who. So our West looks like the Lakers, Nuggets, Clippers, Mavericks, Rockets, Warriors, Jazz, and Trailblazers. I the think NBA might, is very stacked this year. We might be sleeping on the Jazz. The Jazz were like a four seed at one point last that's year. That's what I'm saying. Actually, I, hit I, a two seed. I was thinking the Jazz at six and the Warriors at seven. I think yeah, what? I would reverse that. Yeah, because I just don't know about the Warriors. I'm not sold on them. I mean, yeah. Curry's Curry. But the other guys have to really step up their game. Yeah, I would reverse that. Alright, so... Now we have to go through our awards. Which I'll list out really quick. So we have MVP, Rookie of the Year. Uh, Sixth Man of the Year. And then we have Defensive Player of the Year. There's a lot of awards, geez. Most improved player and coach. 
So we'll start with uh, we'll start with the boring ones, I guess. <laughs> so uh, coach of the year. Yeah. I think this depends on playoff seating, uh, and if the team does better than expected. Like last year, I think the Heat. I think uh, Spolstra should have won. So we look at our our bracket, and we're looking at the team that probably has like the lowest value. Um, yeah, lowest, low, yeah, the highest ceiling, right? Or higher than yeah. people expect. But well, kids, if things just like work out accordingly as we planned them, it's not really like there's any obvious choice. Yeah. Um. So it makes it tough. Um. I want to say. I want to say, I feel like the team that has, like. I feel like the Mavericks are a team that could be yeah. the two seed. Yeah, they could be good. I want to say the same thing for like the Heat, the Celtics, and the Raptors. Um, um and like just being in the Western Conference. I don't want to throw them into the fire just because of the roster that they've assembled, but like they could be very good. Um, and I would say, like, maybe Lloyd Pierce with the Atlanta Hawks, but I don't think he'll win Coach of the Year. But I think he yeah, would be in the running. I think he could be in the running. I want to say Rick Carlisle because he already is a good coach. Yeah, he's already well known. And somebody that deserves it. Um, so Ricky C. Coach of the Year from the Mavericks. Yeah, that's a good uh, Most improved choice. player. This is tough. This is tough. There's a lot of good players and a lot of guys that are could be ready to make that next jump. I mean, technically, um, you could say Curry. <laughs> no way, am I saying Curry? <laughs> I feel like uh, Shea has a shot. Yeah. Because he's just gonna be so ball dominant. Um, I feel like. You could put someone like uh, DeAndre Eaton in that mix, considering Chris Paul. Yeah. But I feel like these are guys that people don't really see. Now I feel like I feel like the the way the NBA awards it is these guys are too like those guys we've listed. Maybe not Shea, but those guys are too high above the award. You know what I mean? Okay. Like it's not. Like it'd be, I feel like it'd be bad press for Zion to get the most improved player because I feel like that's a player that's usually a player who's like a lower tier, but like, yeah, or like an average player who turns into a good player, not a good player that turns into a great player. Okay, I agree with you. Um, yeah, I would be willing to bet on like a guy like DeAndre Ayton or Shea. Looking at our playoff, our playoff teams too. Yeah. Um, um, Kelly Oubre could make a jump. I think Zach Levine could make a push too, but I think he already just scores too much. Yeah, he he uh, 
He's improved every single year, so. Yeah, I just don't think his game can improve that much more when it's, like, significant. Um, This is tough. Tyler Hero? Yeah, I I would say that too, but he had a lot of hype last year. Yeah, but that's in the playoffs, too. I mean, if you think it's a regular season award. um, I don't even know. This is a really tough one. You can never really predict who's just going to pop off. Sure. Uh, Oh, John Wall. I don't think he's going to account for it because he didn't play last year. I think you can count like a com- like if there was a comeback player of the year, you could consider him. But there's not that in the NBA. Um, maybe on the Hawks, no, John Collins probably reaches max or right around his max potential. I'd say. I mean, Trey Young could pop, but already average. He's yeah. above the award. He's an All Star. Yeah, this is a really tough award. To get. MPJ. Yes, MPJ. We're going with MPJ. I feel yeah. like that's fair. Either him or uh, Markel Fultz, too, could make a push. Um, Depoy. I want to go Anthony Davis. Yeah, that's safe. Him or that's who Fultz. I think should should win, or who should have won last year, in my opinion. Didn't Giannis get it, right? Yeah, Giannis won that. I don't think he'll win back-to-back. Sixth man of the year. Sixth man of the year. That's a fire award. Um, This is interesting again. I'm going to go back to Lou Will. Because I think he has to play a a big role again. Now that Trez is gone, who was the other sixth man, who was the sixth man of the year. But now you're pairing him with Dennis Schroeder, who was the runner-up. So you kind of got two guys that were – those three guys are like the guys in the six-man-of-the-year conversation. And now you've paired two of them up again. And I feel like they just – that puts more of a burden on Lou Will, and he's probably going to have to do more this year. Lou Will? Hey, what about Mello? Mello's a sleeper option for that. Yeah. It's kind of dope. Um, who else you got? Um, the, there's not really any six men that stand Will out. Will Barton, maybe? Yeah. Will Barton's always pretty good. Um, I mean, you look in Philly, and you think if Danny Green comes off the bench or Seth Curry nah, comes off I'm the bench. Danny Green. Either. Seth. Not really, like, a lot of people, like, kind of like create their own shot he doesn't score enough he gets like nine points a game doesn't really do anything else so if seth, Curry came seth's up, questionable seth is i think but i think seth's gonna start yeah probably. i feel like you, they need like a sh- like a sharp shooter in that lineup with ben simmons and he's the better shooter out of him and danny green yeah all right so let's go with either lou will or mellow probably lou will i want to say lou will yeah because he's just won it before and it's kind of just like a historical thing. Um, rookie of the year. There's a lot of good rookies this year, actually, now that I've seen them play. 
I'm willing to put my bet on um, on Lamelo. I want to put mine on Lamelo too. He has played pretty good, you know, especially in the last two games. He shot the ball really well. I want to go Lamelo and Killian Hayes. Yeah, Killian Hayes could be nice too. But considering the hype around Lamelo, I'm gonna yeah, go Lamelo for me sure. too. Lamelo, Lamelo, I wouldn't say Lamelo's getting the same hype as is uh. Is Zion, but he's getting he's getting close to it. He's getting a lot of hype. Zion, yeah. What I say? Alright. Um. And then the last but not least, the MVP, MVP award. I am going to, if if the coach of the year is Ricky C, I want to say yeah. Doncic is my MVP. Facts. I was just gonna say. I think Doncic can make a push. But is it the year that Doncic wins it? Is this the year? I think there's going to be more than one year where he wins it. No, I know, but is this the year that he, like, breaks out? Like, and he's, like, the clear-cut MVP? I don't think there will be a clear-cut. I think it's always going to be tough from here on out with guys like Giannis. LeBron's always going to be in the conversation. Giannis is always going to be in the conversation. AD's put himself yep. in the conversation, which honestly, I believe that AD was just as valuable as LeBron last year. Yeah. Maybe some might even say more because of this, what he does on the defensive end of the ball. But, I mean, it's LeBron, it's, you know, the Lakers. Um, but I want to say it's either going to be Luka or Giannis, and I don't think Giannis is going to three-peat. No, me either. Um, I think Drew Holiday also becomes, he's more of a third option than, like, your Eric Bledsoe scores more. Yeah. So he might lose out on a couple points per game. But the thing is, if they measure in defensive ability into it, then they're looking at Giannis again. Or AD. I think um, I think Luka's going to win an MVP. But I want to say Luka because there's a lot of hype around Luka. If he stays healthy, he's just incredible. Like, the dude's 21 years old. Yeah. Like, he's 21 and he averaged 29-9-9 and last year. Dude, I saw something that uh, NBC NBC Sports said that Jason Tatum's going to make a push for MVP. Nah, not right now. He isn't. Sorry. Not, I think not I, I don't think it's out of the possibility. I don't think he will win it by any chance, but I think there is a, he could be in the top five convo for it, depending on how the Celtics finish. If the Celtics finish the top three seed and Tatum's averaging 27 points per game, then we can talk. But I just don't think he's – I mean, he's a better defender than Luka. But Luka's a, a better all-around offensive player. Yeah. I just – I don't see – like I said, I can I can see him being part of the conversation, but I don't see him winning it. Um, There was a push at the end of last year where people put him in it, which is a little much because it happened so fast. But I think he's he could be a top five candidate in the MVP alongside, like, Luka. Uh, LeBron, Anthony Davis, and Giannis. I could see him being that fifth guy. Because I feel like there's a big question mark with teams like the Jazz. I mean, not the Jazz. uh, The Rockets, who have... You would put Harden in there, but they could finish anywhere from five to eight. Um, Teams like the Sixers, Embiid, I guess. I don't really see him as an MVP anymore. Um... There's a lot of question marks, so... I mean, depending on the Nets, I think there's just... 
don't think KD can really get it this year. Maybe next year. I just think he needs to bounce back a little bit. Um, and considering he's going to be splitting the ball a lot with, you know, Kyrie and a lot of other good, like, scorers on the team. I just feel like, you know, you could put Tatum close to that conversation, but he's definitely not going to win it. And if he does somehow, I mean, good for us because we're Celtics fans. But <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'm going Luka. So, all right, to round that up, we got um, Luka. MVP, LaMelo Ball, Rookie of the Year, Sixth Man of the Year is Lou Will, Depoy's Anthony Davis, uh, Most Improves, MPJ, <laughs> the MIP is MPJ, lit, and Coach of the Year, Rick Carlisle. Last year, we did pretty good with this. I think we had good, um, I can't really remember who we had. I might actually still have it on my yeah, list, on my, my notes. Um, maybe not. Um, but, yeah, we had some pretty close bets. I think I had I had uh, Dennis Schroeder for six-man last year. Came up just short. Um, I think I also had Lou Will again for six-man. Another guy, like, he came in third uh, as my other six-man, at least. And then, so neither of them won, of course, Montrez Harrell, who's decided to be good. Oh, um, right here, I have it. Uh, well, at least I have mine. Um, I had MVP Giannis. I had most improved Brandon Ingram. Uh, Rookie of the Year, John Morant. Defensive Player of the Year, AD. And Coach of the Year, Eric Spolstra. Alright, yeah, that's good. We both had the Rookie of the Year. Yep. I think AD should have won Depoy. Um, I also had AD as Depoy. And then... My coach of the year, I can't really remember that. Um, I want to say it was probably also Ricky C again. But I want Rick yeah, Carlisle so to do good. I like Rick Carlisle. Good coach. Me too. Um, and then my sixth man was Schroeder. MVP, I probably had Giannis or Harden. I don't know, one of the two. Maybe even LeBron, I don't know. Um, I don't know, but we were pretty close last year. Our our bracket was spot on. Um, we had pretty much all of the teams in the right spot, with the exception of a few, maybe. Um, then our playoff bracket last year was very good. It was all but like one game away or one series away. Um, yeah. It was perfect. So hopefully we have a good idea of what could happen this year. I don't really think we have a good idea. Compared to last year, a lot of question marks going into the season. A lot of teams that could, are on the verge. A lot of teams that are in, but could be looking out. And a lot of teams that could be out, but looking in. So I think that's probably going to do it for this episode. We don't really have much else to talk about here. Um, yep. Yeah, we'll uh, catch you on Sound Up on Sunday. Peace. Peace.